Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how you doing? I'm back, baby, and I'm ready to talk all things Nihon. Excellent. That's what we want. That's why we hired you for this. I'm straight. How you been? Good, man. Yeah, it's sun shining here. It's a lovely day in the neighbourhood. Um, yeah, I've, I've, had a, I've had a full week. <laughs> I'm pretty still no coronavirus. Still no coronavirus. No, they've uh, um, it's 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 gathering a pace. But uh, yeah, just a lot of people are just cancelling things, and it's just uh, it's it's a little uh, it's it's a little upsetting. But um, I'm sure we will all get through it if we stick together. Or actually, don't stick together. Stay away from each other. If anything, <laughs> ignore what I just said. <laughs> yes, that's oh, God. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Sorry, boy. everyone. I'm tired. I, uh, I got up really early. I got up really early and filmed an interview for a documentary. I think I mentioned, I think you know, uh, that we're doing a documentary about the tsunami. Yes. Um, because this week is the anniversary of the Tohoku uh, earthquake and the tsunami. And though Pete Donaldson came along with me to help me film the tsunami documentary, he's not actually in it, which is a shame, really, because it would oh. have been good to put you in it. But it is I a serious hide. documentary. <laughs> and the idea of you popping out of like some sort of room and just be like, hey, Pete, whoa, it would have ruined the tone a little bit. I have done charity work in Zimbabwe and Kenya and I have got a serious voice when I need to, all right? I am all about pain. (laughs) But no, yes, it would be unwelcome me popping up and going, hello, everyone. But I I, I was um, kind of in some of your footage when you were filming with your big new shiny drone uh, in a building that had been hit by the tsunami. (laughs) Well, actually, we um, so for the documentary, one of the scenes Pete and I went out to film was the uh, we did some fishing in the morning, four a.m. It was quite fun, but pretty hardcore getting up that early on no hours sleep. Um, but there's a shot of the boat and these guys like uh, fishing out seaweed from the sea, mm. carving it off like a stick, and then at the <laughs> in the background at the far end of the boat. I can see quite clearly. You can see quite clearly Pete Donaldson's face just poking out from behind the boat. I'm, I'm probably going to leave that in as an Easter egg. I'm going to leave that in <laughs> and see how many people spot you. <laughs> Obviously, I've ruined the surprise if you are on the podcast mm. listening now. But uh, for everyone else, it'll be quite interesting to see if they spot you and go, wait a minute, that's not a Japanese person. That's a person from a white people country. Mm. And <laughs> Very white in yeah, my case. So that'll be interesting. 
<laughs> yes. And indeed. positively ghostly. Yeah, God. I was pretty pale because I felt like being sick on the boat. <laughs> Horrific morning. Yeah. But good fun. Yeah, but, uh, good. yeah, that'll be coming out this week. So do check that out. And um, yeah, but I had to get up really early and um, interview. Uh, you might recall, I don't know if you saw it, Pete, the tsunami documentary from two years ago, back in 2018. Actually, shit, that's... No, wait, yeah, crikey. I did that documentary about the same time we started this podcast, thinking about ah, it. yeah. That makes me feel like we've done this podcast a long time. Ever Really makes me realise two years is quite a long time. <laughs> but um, at the end of the documentary, we had um, the story of Ichio Kano, the woman who owns this lovely little inn called um, the Sunakam in Kesanuma. And she had a hell of a, a terrible time. You know, her house and her business got washed away. Um, and then her husband passed away in a fishing incident and I think her daughter as well so she lost her family and she had this terrible time and yet she's the most positive happy upbeat person I've ever met and the viewers loved her so much back then in the first documentary that I felt compelled to go back and revisit her and you know mm. see how she's doing so it was great and I went got up really early this morning drove all the way to Kesadima and interviewed her and she's doing great and um, yeah I'm looking forward to getting her back on screen in front of all the viewers because um, I think people are going to love her as much as they did the last time but she's such a nice person mm. so optimistic and so warm and uh i need that i think it's always good to meet people like that Usually. like you pete yeah you're optimistic and warm well I, I think sometimes you <laughs> meet you meet people in life and you're like and they are just you know sunny if you've got such a sunny in, in uh, disposition you're just like I, where's that come from you're like a you're like an angel or something you're sort of like otherworldly being happy is like coming from another world sometimes you're like oh you've managed to sort of maintain this kind of like air of of happiness and you know there's a distinct lack of anxiety in your in your soul and it's just oh it's wonderful very magnetic people she's lovely yeah mm. and you referred to her as an angel and uh the way i framed it only afterwards do I, did i realize she does look a bit like an angel because She's uh, sitting in front of the shoji sliding doors and all the daylight's pouring in through them. Back, like, the whole... Like, everything behind her is really well lit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, look forward to that. Um, but it's been a good week. I released the Abroad in Japan website last week, abroadinjapan.com, an original uh, website name. Have you been playing around on it, Pete? Have you enjoyed the website? I have, yeah. I like the uh, little previews of the videos. I like the uh, little... Um... Uh, trip plans you can have because that's the thing that people ask me all the time even though I have very limited experience because I've only been there a few times but like people will ask me oh where should we go where should we do I'm, I'm, I've got I've got two weeks in which to do all of this stuff where, what do you think we should prioritise it's all up there abroadinjapan.com gosh it darn is. it and our podcast two weeks in Japan that we did uh, at the start of this year talking about our favourite places and mm. uh, you know place 12 places that you and I love to visit that's on there yeah. Um, but yeah if you're coming to Japan I think it's quite a cool website. And I try to say that in an objective way. Obviously, it's my website. But <laughs> I, th I kind of made the website that I would have wanted back when I first came here about seven years ago. Because back then, you know, there wasn't a whole lot about Japan outside of Tokyo and Kyoto, Hiroshima. The big the big ones, you know, the, the key places. And of course, back then, there really wasn't much of a tourism industry in Japan. They had 8 million overseas visitors a year, now mm. 30 million Um but, uh, it, yeah, I made the website that I wanted when I came. And certainly back then, when I typed in Tohoku and I typed in the towns, uh, the town that I was going to live in, there was nothing. And so hopefully that is going to, the website will solve that issue. But, uh, yeah, if you come into Japan, you want some unique ideas for your trip, check it out. Alternatively, if you just want to laugh and you want to get some funny quotes and moments from a 
Broad Japan history, whether it's Natsuki, Ryotaro, myself or Pete, there's a great soundboard on there with all your favourite quotes and you can listen to them and download them. I remember one of the quotes on there is uh, Natsuki from the Wankasoba video we did uh, like four or five years ago and he, he wins a bet to eat the most amount of noodles and his <laughs> quote is, wow, I have a money. And I love that quote. <laughs> Somebody downloaded that and they told me that they'd set that as their payday ringtones every day, every <laughs> month when payday comes around their phone goes wow i have a money, have money. <laughs> and that is what i want and i'm going to do that and of course oh, that lovely. is what a soundboard was made for that it's been quite fun enjoyable. seeing the different ways people have used it so yeah check it out i hope it helps you on your trip and i hope it's it great. brings you a lot of joy it's a one-stop yeah. shop because i like it, japan um it is a once-in-a-lifetime destination for a lot of people uh, and so people will yeah. book that trip months and months and months, possibly years in advance, and they will just spend an entire year trying to learn as much of the language as they can, trying to sort of plan their trip and stuff. And it, it's, and I, and as I said, I, I get asked all the time, like, where, you know, where to go, what to do, what do I need, like, you know, JR pass and stuff. And it's, it's uh, yeah, com. check it out. Also, actually, thinking about our uh, sponsor um, that, have been, uh, that have been working with us uh, quite recently. I was chatting to them about this very subject, Um and whether you're applying for like mm. a jet program and stuff um, and you need a, a Japanese SIM card, um, mobile.com. Uh, this is a bit of a sell, but also a genuinely a product that I am, uh, I'm, I'm, quite, uh, I'm quite into because I've used it three or four times myself before. I used to use little Wi-Fi dongles. Uh, now I've got like an unlocked phone. I can just get involved uh, and just get myself a SIM card and I don't have to worry about anything like that. I can still retain my number on like WhatsApp and stuff like that to, to, to maintain uh, contact with the people at home. Um, and so we've got a bit of an offer running at the moment. If you get yourself to mobile.com, M-O-B-A-L.com, forward slash uh, abroad in Japan. Uh, if you're heading over to uh, do the jet program, they have long-term um, kind of um, situations. It's, it's not on a contract. You don't have to worry about being tied to like 18 months uh, of, uh, of, of investment. Uh, you can just pick yourself up a SIM card and, uh, and away you go, or even just a mobile phone. So yeah, check it out, mobile.com forward slash abroad in Japan. And that's my sell for today's show. <laughs> But credit where it's due, it's something you've used. One thing that amazes me is whenever my friends come to Japan, they're always so underprepared with SIM cards and Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. and they have to like tether my tether their phone to mine. It's a bloody nightmare. And then you come over and you've got your everything sorted out, and it's yeah. just like, how has Pete done this? Well, how has Pete got better internet than I have? <laughs> well, be- before I did that, I used to get like from a different company. I used to get those little Wi-Fi dongles, and it was. Just a bit of a nightmare because oh, it always had to be charged. Uh, my friend lost one in a club, <laughs> seen to recall, um, <laughs> and we couldn't find it again. So, uh, but you know, it's 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 just a bit of a it's it's just another thing you don't need to to deal with. Uh, so uh, yeah, mobile.com forward slash abroad Japan. Very good, good, very good indeed. As you saw. <laughs> I so I as you know, we like to do a news roundup every week, and this week I saw an interesting article about a soba restaurant in Japan. Um, I'm quite interested in psychology and I was going to say the art of manipulation, but that sounds mm. terrifying. Now, I'm quite interested in psychology, why people make the choices they do and what leads them to go down different pathways. And yeah. uh, I came across this article. It was really interesting. Um, it's how a soba restaurant had basically encouraged new recruits to come up and sign up for a job or apply. And they did three kind of advertise. They did three um, commercials, three adverts, right. to try and get people to apply for this job and the first two failed with no applicants and the third one got 50 applicants and i'll read out the tweet because this is a viral tweet did the rounds and it got snapped up in the media um 
So the first tweet that this sober restaurant did to try and encourage people to sign up was um, uh, work at a beloved, long-standing, 120-year-old restaurant. Right? That was right. The, that was how they kind of sold this place, how they sold yeah. the job. And uh, they got zero people, zero applications, working at a beloved, long-standing, 120-year-old restaurant. The second ad, work at a popular restaurant that attracts many customers from far away. Again, zero applications. <laughs> the third ad read, work at a place where you don't have to speak to anyone all day. That led to 50 <laughs> applications, and they hired someone right off the bat. Really interesting. Um, and the conclusion this restaurant came to was that you know, people are more interested in being able to envision what their day-to-day work life is going to look like rather right. than simply acquiring the prestige of working at an esteemed establishment. You know, <laughs> it was kind of... It's the best way to advertise a job is to be a bit more selfish about it and to encourage people to think about, you know, think about themselves in that role. Plenty of so, cigarette yeah. bricks. What do you reckon? <laughs> Just give yeah. them plenty... You can have as sold. many cigarette, cigarette bricks as you like uh, and free noodles and... Uh, I'm quite nice, really. Yeah, it's 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 true, isn't it? Because people, I always sort of find that, like, uh, you know, people look for jobs, and you know, we've all done it in the past, where we we get offered a job, and it, there's a, you know, there's always something about a job that you're not 100 percent on. So you're just like, ah, oh, this isn't my dream job. So is this part? Is this tiny part of my day going to be really, really annoying? So like, getting a bit of an image about what it's going to be like to work there is pretty, uh, it's pretty uh, useful, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, most ads for, like, working at a company... Pretty generic, like aren't they? ads. They're generic, and they usually boast about the company rather than what you're going to be doing and what yeah. it's in it for you, basically. So I thought that was kind of pretty interesting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's that's what you listen to this podcast for, finding people to recruit to your <laughs> sober restaurant. Yeah, of Oh, yeah. Um, speedy Japanese. Whoa, we're back! Speedy Japanese. Back on the subject of that topic of sober mm. restaurants. Uh, do you know the word for silence, being quiet? Obviously, if you do work at that sober restaurant, you will be silent, you will be mm. quiet, you will be Not alone in the corner, cutting nope. and preparing noodles. But what is the word for silence? Fermer la bouche in French. <laughs> Shut up. Um, I don't. I don't know this, to be honest, Chris. You won't know it. No. But you will be able to memorise it easily. Right. Because it sounds like two words rolled into one. <laughs> and the word is chimoku. Chimoku. Ah, chimoku. Literally, chinmoku. Chimoku. And that means silence or being chimoku. quiet. How are you going to remember that? How are you um, going to use your ingenious method? Uh, a man's chin. And Dr. Moku, the right. uh, Hiragana uh, language learning service that I have used uh, to learn Hiragana. <laughs> Just um, him. Or someone's chin being Well, mocked. yeah. Well, if you put your... I'm doing it now. If you put your finger to your lips, where's your hand? It's on your chin. Chinmoku. Silence. Brilliant. <laughs> Interestingly, that is also kind of like a, a Japanese philosophy. I'd say that uh, you know, it's, I don't know if you've been in Japan long enough to experience that, but often when you are in a serious situation in business or in just uh, a work environment in Japan, often people above you, your boss or whatever, will have you for a meeting and will just sit in silence. Often, um, I, I think I talked about this before when I met the principal of the school that I was working in. Mm. Um, Great principal, very intimidating. And I went in to meet him. He was like, where are you from? Why are you in Japan? Why did you come to Japan? The usual questions. Yeah. And I'd sit there sipping on my green tea, answering the questions. And they just stopped. And he went, ah. And then looked at the floor and just sort of nodded gently, continuing to nod. 
And I was like, uh, and I kind of nodded along as well, like in agreement <laughs> right. of something that hadn't even been said. And apparently, it's quite a popular thing in Japan. It's, it's a big part of the culture, chinmoku, mm. uh, to be silent. And apparently, I haven't really... I To me, right, silence is awkward. If there's a silence, it's just bloody awkward. And so that's how I felt right there and then, the first time I came to Japan when that happened. I felt really awkward. Mm. But as I... The longer I was in Japan, the longer I experienced this, and the more frequent I experienced this. We'd have like meetings with all the English teachers, and they'd just sit in silence, often for three minutes, and I'd just be like, "This is so weird." Why is <laughs> talking? It sounds perfect. <laughs> Has it's, to be said, it sounds just, perfect. It, it's just surreal and uncomfortable, but apparently, mm. it helps to build mutual understanding, and um, it's just better to just be quiet. It's a really weird situation. Mm. Uh, but second word. I think we've had it before, but I'd like to test you on it again to see if you remembered it. Um, obviously, we talked about employment. In this case, the sober restaurant job. What is the Japanese word for job? Oh, one, of my, one of my favourites, shigoto. How do you remember that? And good, um, well done, How do you remember that? On, on, I, I, I think some words you remember um, through your mnemonics and stuff like that, but um, I just remember that because uh, shigoto wa radio no DJ, even though I'm not a radio of the DJ, <laughs> the DJ of the radio anymore. Where <laughs> I remember when we first started doing this podcast, I think you said that line every week. Mm. You love that line, yeah. Well, it's just really easy. it's really easy to uh, really easy to remember, and uh, you know, uh, I was in a. Uh, it's just it's very easy to explain who what you do because obviously, like podcasts, the Japanese people don't listen to a lot of podcasts unless it's like English language no, um, no. learning ones or just radio shows that have been. Um, syndicated but um, so to make it nice and simple I just say radio DJ <laughs> radio DJ radio no DJ yeah I mean you know what podcast is in Japanese right I imagine if I was a betting man it would be podcasto <laughs> yeah good podcasto yeah. it's quite complicated it's not like cast, it's not like podcasto uh. it's like kiasto like uh. if you imagine like uh, kind of K-Y-A kya Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Really difficult word because of that, but there you go. Yeah. But you should know it because you're not a radio DJ. I think it's, I <laughs> forbid you from referring to yourself as a radio DJ because you're not anymore. <laughs> you left that life behind. You I are did. now a podcast DJ. Put my guns away. Um, <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Now, let's turn our attention to the fax machine. What have we got this week? Mr. Donaldson, who have we, we got? We have got a message from Alexander. Hello, guys. Love all the content you both make, especially this podcast. I listen to it regularly when I'm cooking, washing the dishes, and even when I'm taking a bath. Oh, Alexander, stop it. Um, I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you times both, to listen. I wanted to ask you both about your sleeping experiences uh, when you first travelled to Japan or other countries. Was it hard to get good sleep, or was it a pleasant experience? Thanks for all the good laughs. Smiley face, Alexander. Well, I'm going to Take this one. Jet lag is a pig, <laughs> an endless pig that will never leave you alone. Uh, if you are into uh, gaming the system with sleeping tablets, I uh, recommend Drewel, D-R-E-W-E-L-L. And if you want to try and uh, explain that to a pharmacist in Japan, good fucking luck to you, because it's impossible. <laughs> Dureruru, Dureruru. Um, and um, remember when we were in that, before we went out um, to see... Uh, and see, indeed, the um, the farmers of the seaweed uh, on that morning. We stayed in a hotel, like a little business mm. hotel in the middle of nowhere, Chris. And uh, the beds... Horrible hotel. Were the beds... The Japanese love a hard bed. Yes. That they love a hotel, hard mattress. I still have nightmares about it, <laughs> honestly. So, yeah, when P and I went to do the aforementioned fishing scene for the documentary that's come out this week... Um, we stayed at a business hotel that Riotero had booked, and Riotero likes to book somewhere cheap um, because he's annoying. Looking after the pennies, man. The beds were made out of rocks. The beds <laughs> were made out of rocks, and there was no air conditioning, but there was a heater. There was like a vent pumping out 45 <laughs> degree Celsius like air. So it was like a sauna, like a steam room, like a sauna. Um, so I had to open the window. I had to prop open the bloody window, and it was like minus 10 outside. So the cold air was coming into my face, freezing my face. The rest of my body was on fire and the whole of my body ached from just sleeping on some bricks, which was a bed. Apparently. Love it. Um, but I, I mean, I, I didn't sleep very well last night and I stayed in a really nice hotel and I couldn't sleep. So I don't feel that uh, sleep is related to the country. I think it's related to Caffeine how much intake. yakitori fried chicken you ate the night before, <laughs> which in my case was a staggering amount. And that's probably why I didn't sleep. Yeah. Um, Got one from Simon from Boulder in Colorado. Uh, I mean, that's lovely. I enjoy, Sorry, I Chris. enjoy listening to your podcast <laughs> while I work processing images. Taking my spacecraft on the other side of the solar system. What? 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 Better than every job. <laughs> that's the coolest job in the world. Well done. I bet that's um, a lot I of data. I am planning. It is a lot of data. That's mm. that's insane though to process images sent. Buy spacecraft. Mm. That is. Send probably, more but, emails. Send but I bet we, more. we imagine. I want to know more, Simon. <laughs> 
But I bet we imagine it's like, uh, oh, just working in Photoshop all day. It won't be. It'll be dealing with gargantuan data sets, terabytes and terabytes of data. Um, and trying to sort of like get them into little databases and, and 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 make pictures out of them. I bet it's not. I bet it's way satisfying, but not as immediate when it comes to creating an image. There, I've said my piece. Oh. <laughs> Shots fired at Simon. Yeah. Defend yourself, Simon from Boulder. Let us know how good it is. Um, but Simon continues. I'm planning my second trip to Japan, where I will, over the course of two weeks, ride all of the Shinkansen bullet trains, every kilometre from Hakodate. To Kagoshima, making use of the JR Rail Pass. What is the best and or worst experience that you have had on a Shinkansen? Simon from Boulder. That's an interesting question, and that's a hell of a journey. Bloody hell. Hakodate to Tokyo is about, f- I want to say, Six three hours? and a half oh. hours. Well, it's oh, Hakodate, Hakodate to Tokyo sorry, yeah. is probably about three and a half to four hours. And then Tokyo to Kagoshima is another five six no it's probably more than that it's probably eight or nine hours that's a hell of a day well the, what an the adventure the, the and J- i don't imagine he's going to be doing it no all in one day so <laughs> well the jet the, the shinkansen would only go to kumamoto i think and then you got to change to a local service i think to get to uh, kagoshima so a little bit slower a little bit slower but good question great what question. is your best and worst experience you've had on a shinkansen that's a um, tough one ooh. Well, I th- with the Shinkansen, it's, it, they're they're kind of they're away from the most beautiful scenery. I'd say you can you can occasionally get a, a lovely scene, but it's just so quick that you don't really have time to sort of process a lot of it. Um, some of the local um, services from like Aoshima to Kagoshima uh, up to uh, Kumamoto, very very beautiful. So not necessarily Shinkansen, but uh, there's some beautiful scenery on those trains. Definitely, that, that, that's definitely. I mean, I ride bullet trains a lot, and I love them. Mm. Um, because they're just so fast, they're so smooth, so comfortable. My best experience was probably just the time I got Grand Class. Grand Class is the, you know, really swanky first class cabin on a bullet train, and it costs about twice what an economy seat does. Mm. And I got it because my friend was coming from the UK to Japan, and I thought, let's impress him, let's show him how good Japan can be. And we sat there, and it was amazing because in the Grand Class cabin, you get a, a waitress, a waitress or a waiter typically a waitress though and she'll like come over and serve you food and drinks you can have like anything you want to eat and drink and like we had sake she served this beautiful sake and we just sat on the train for three hours all the way from uh Aomori city to tokyo and just mm. sipped this wonderful sake and reminisced on our friendship that sounds really lame but that's what we did no, um, nice. as for the worst the worst experience i actually can't think of a bad experience on a bullet train apart from the fact i found in recent years if I have a coffee while I ride a bullet train, I get really nauseous. And I don't know why that is. Any idea why? Because it's your fifth bloody coffee of the day, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it probably is. Yeah, it's probably a caffeine overdose. But I just find um, something about moving really quickly and having a coffee just makes me nauseous. So test that theory out, Simon. Have some coffee on the bullet train. But enjoy your time in Japan and have an amazing trip. I mean, that is hmm. it's going to be amazing. Everybody loves a bullet train. Have yeah, a great time. Stunning. Um, got one from Daniel from Denmark. It says, Dear Chris and Pete, love your videos and podcast. It's just undiluted goodness. I like that. <laughs> have to use that as a tagline for the podcast. Undiluted goodness. Um, thank you. I've been a devoted follower since 2017. Um, so basically, I've been to Japan twice now and I want to go back. Amazing place. I have one question for you and Pete. 
a famous Danish song from Nick and Jay is called, and I'm going to butcher the language here. Um, it's called Endag Til. I can't read that. Endag Til Beige. Endag Til Bog. Any ideas, Pete? Maybe Til Barga. Right, that's it. Mm, maybe. And the song asks the question: What would you do if you were told you had one day left of your entire life? Uh, Nick and Jay in the song would buy a car and cruise around but I assume you'd want to do something else here's the song thank you for the good times Daniel from Denmark good question I like yeah, that philosophical not, not being what able to not being able to drive a car uh, means that that would preclude me from doing that so maybe I'd just steal a car and just uh, ride it around coolish in hand spend, yeah coolish in hand I'd spend the uh, the the last hours of my life um, in prison because <laughs> I have stolen a car and I can't drive. <laughs> I don't know. Be a I mean, end. I mean, because I, I live in think. England, I couldn't really, I couldn't right. really go anywhere that I really like because I'd have to fly there and I'd only have a few hours left, wouldn't I? So I'd probably spend the day with my loved ones. Ah, oh, I think I would climb out Fuji and die on the summit. That'd be pretty <laughs> cool. At sunrise, yeah, I'd die just as the sun came up over the mountains of Yamanashi Prefecture, and that would be glorious. I mean, that wouldn't happen. I'd probably die in a toilet in Family Mart, covered in, like, fam- like, covered in, like, pieces of Family family Mart fried chicken, <laughs> which I would down and consume in my final moments. I'd, uh, that would be a pretty grim way. I'd go to a to... Uh, fugu restaurant and stick my head in the tank where they all fish are, and then just bite them all, eat, eat all the fish live, <laughs> eat, every- eat the poisonous liver. <laughs> See you later, guys. Or going out rock and roll bit style, baby. That would be one of the few times you could legitimately try a fugu's liver and uh, see what it tastes like before you die a horrible, horrible death. But there you go. That's what we do, Daniel. Some, yeah. some rather disturbing and worrying <laughs> images. But for now, keep the comments, stories, questions coming in to Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back same time next week to do it all over again. But for now, guys, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world have yourself a great week and we'll be back next Wednesday to do it all over again have a good one bye bye this was a Stakhanov production ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.